There are times that we look at our lives and we feel all the discouragements and the difficulties that are coming against us. And not only our lives, we then look out at the world and we see problems and pain on every corner. And then we think to ourselves, is this how things should be? Why is my life and why is the world so messed up? Is this all there is? No, it's not all there is. There is more. We were made for more than we feel right now, more than we see right now in the world. We were made for more. I want to read a great quote from C.S. Lewis from his book, Mere Christianity. If I find in myself a desire which no experience in this world can satisfy, the most probable explanation is that I was made for another world. So those feelings we have, is this all there is? Should things be this way in my life and in the world? And there's something in us that says, no, it, it shouldn't be this way. Because God has put that in us. It's in our spiritual DNA. We talk about the physical DNA a lot and doctors, chemistry, all these things. But there's a spiritual DNA. Just like we're talking about a spiritual kind of eyesight. Wanting to go towards 20-20 vision in the spirit with God. To see things as they should be seen. Because often we, our, our vision is, is pretty narrow, pretty nearsighted, just seeing what's going on around us and not seeing the greater picture, not seeing all that is yet to come, that God is prepared. There is so much more. Ecclesiastes 3, verse 11, and this is just to paraphrase as a part of the verse, but just to get the point across, that God has set eternity in the human heart. That's what the scripture says. God, who is eternal, has already set eternity in us. That spiritual DNA in our souls saying that we were made for more. Amen. This is not what we see around us, the problems, the pain, the difficulties, the discouragements, it's not all there is. We might be going through it for a time, and yes, there's seasons of our lives, but we were made for more, made for eternity. So this earth, I want you to know, is only the first chapter. God is the author of life. Think as the author, he's writing a story here. So I want you to know our lives, as I talk with the kids, you know, it's, it's pretty short. Even if you live a long time on the earth, it goes by like that. But so what comes next? Wow. That 
This time on the earth is just the first chapter of an amazing story that God is writing. And our vision needs to start to be expanded here. So it's when we treat this first chapter of life on the earth, it's when we treat the first chapter like the whole story, or even part of our chapter, something we're going through now. This is, this is going to be my story. This is, this is always the way it's going to be. No. So when we treat it like the whole story, something we're going through or whatever it is in life, we're in for trouble. Because we start to lose hope. When we treat like the here and now is the whole story, it's not. And while we technically or intellectually believe that heaven is real, we often act like our time on earth is the end-all, be-all. That this is what it's about. We get caught in that with the rest of the world, even as believers. I think we get caught in that. That we're so focused on our daily schedules, our pursuits, and our possessions that the world says we need to be after every day. We can get caught up in that. Yet God tells us we are to look beyond the here and now. Let's look at a few scriptures this morning. We have them up here. These scriptures are going to help us to say, what's, is, is there more? What's beyond this, this short life? How should we be living? And Jesus says in, in Matthew 6, Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth. Commercials, media, they're going to say store up, store up. Yeah. And we need to give a lot of our stuff to Malachi's closet. We've heard of it, right? Pots and pans and clothes and shoes, you know? A lot of us have too much. Here's a way, Malachi's closet, Goodwill, you know, Salvation Army, we can give away. It says, do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moths and vermin destroy and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where moths and vermin do not destroy and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Colossians chapter 3. We're just going to kind of go through this pretty quickly here. Colossians 3. Since then you have been raised with Christ. For all who believe, we've been raised with Christ. Set your hearts on things above. Where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. 2 Corinthians chapter 4. Therefore we do not lose heart, though outwardly we are wasting away. That's talking about this body that we've been given that wears out, that can get cancer. It's just outwardly, we feel that as we get older. We're, we're, outwardly, we're wasting away, but here's the good news. It says, yet inwardly, we are being renewed day by day. There's a renewal that can happen with God on the inside of us that we need. For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal 
glory that far outweighs them all. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. Since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. Our default mode is earthly eyesight. That's our default. But God is trying to get us to have eternal eyesight. Our main point today, let's go to our first main point here. Eternal eyesight means that we focus less on what is temporary and more on what is, say it with me, church, eternal. Focus, eyes that have focus in on what is eternal. So, what is eternal? What will last? What should our eyes be focused on? You know, when it's all said and done, we know from the Bible, we know from the good book that God. And people are eternal. That's what we know. God and you and me, the souls of people, are eternal. First God, who was before all things and created all things. God is an eternal spirit. Psalm 102, verse 27. We don't have this up there. But in Psalm 102, we hear of the Lord. It says, but you remain the same. Speaking of God, you remain the same. And your years will never end. Of God, your years will never end. And the Bible also says that people will live eternally. We have a choice to make. We have free will. God has put that before us. We will either have eternal life with God or be separated from God, depending on whether we accepted or rejected Jesus, the Son of God. How we have related to him, if we've said yes to him or no to him, will depend on our eternal future. So our eternal eyesight will get stronger whenever we do two things. Whenever we invest in our relationship with Jesus, who we believe is God who came to earth. Whenever we invest in that relationship with Jesus every day, and whenever we invest in people We're doing eternal things. We're making eternal significance. So the greatest things in life are not things. You've probably heard that quote before. I think I used it in another sermon. I want to bring it again. The greatest things in life aren't things. They're relationships. And so we will be laying up treasures in heaven 
by focusing on a relationship with Jesus, our God and Savior. And we will be living for what will last for all eternity whenever we share the love and truth of Jesus with others, with everyone. Doing it respectfully and lovingly, but sharing Jesus in our words and our deeds and our prayers with people. So to put it simply, living for Christ and leading others to Christ will produce eternal blessings. Living for Christ, leading others to Christ will bring an eternal impact. And see, eternal eyesight means that we not only care about our own eternal security, you know, where we're going, but means true love cares deeply about the eternal security of everyone else around us. Because it's not just about this life. We're right in chapter one. And there's more to come. As Philippians chapter 3 tells us, our true citizenship is in heaven. And we often act like our citizenship is just down here, just of the USA or of Indiana, Bartholomew County, whatever street you live on. That's my place, that's my residence. But in Jesus, we become citizens of heaven. And so our promotions, our positions, and our possessions will all pass away. The things that we focus so much on will not go with us. It's who we are, who we're becoming in God. As Jesus and his Holy Spirit is shaping us and making us holy, making us truly good. And so we're often very nearsighted. I said that before. I think that's very true. So it's beyond just physical vision to spiritual vision. We're very nearsighted. It's just seeing our own issues, just seeing what's right before us and forgetting what God has prepared yet ahead, being more farsighted, seeing, yes, God, you have so much more for us. In Jesus, we've been given a heavenly trajectory that gives us, where we're going, I always talk about that, I say we're going onward and upward. That's one of my life mottos. That's where Jesus has taken us, onward and upward. That gives us hope and that gives us direction on earth, no matter what we're going through. And our last question before we close. It's in your notes. I just want us to be reflecting on this today and this week. However, God has been speaking to you today. Are you living more for the here and now or for what will last forever? Let's pray. Lord, we thank you for bringing us together today. We thank you for holding us, us together. For we go through hard times in life, but we're hearing today that this is just the first chapter. There is more, and it gets better. And it gets better when we trust in you, Jesus. 
when you say, apart from you, apart from your love and your mercy, Lord, we'll spend eternity apart from you, but you came. Like we heard today, you left, you'll leave the 99, you'll come after the one, and you came after all of us to say the guilt that humanity had. You took that guilt on yourself at the cross. You said, you do not want to judge the human race. You took our judgment. That's the good news. You were innocent and you took our guilt. And in the great trade, we gave you our sins and you give us your righteousness. You give us your goodness. You give us heaven, which is forever and ever. We praise you for that. Help us to live for you, Lord. Help us to lead others towards you in our words and our deeds, to love them towards you, Jesus. Help us to live for what matters. Help us to live for what will last forever. It's in your name, Jesus. Amen.